few distractions bring gay reactions. The movies aren't the only places showing main attractions. Get yes, is it? Yeah, it's no, it's um. Do I have to physically deep throat the mic, or can we? Go? No, you don't. You just have to be near it and talk like project your voice, theater. Um, Good thing I put gum in my mouth. Me too. I don't have gum in my mouth, but that's fine. Just slurp your coffee. I gotta. It gives me power to slurp my coffee. You steal the sound from the coffee. That way, you can use it into the microphone. Yeah. Oh. I'm so sad we we didn't get that bit where you were like, <laughs> you slurp the coffee like wine and spit it out into somebody else's cup at the coffee shop. It's fine. Okay, so we have um. What the fuck is this? Shitty Harry Potter fanfic. Yeah, wait, where where was the one where it was the Christian Harry Potter? It was still on there. It was on that list. Oh, you just gotta keep scrolling until you see the pic. The boy who died a lot. <laughs> I love how they just include one of, like, one gender swap. One underage adult parent, like, <laughs> just a sampling of... Yes, the best, the best, uh, ships are the, the... Like, full-ass grown adults. And Hermione. That's all. I also like Draco and the apple. <laughs> I like that the picture shows um, a polyamorous relationship where it's actually describing a monogamous relationship with one apple. But Yeah, it's, it's definitely the picture with Drapple, Draco, and apple. It's actually Draco and, like, 20 apples. So that's erasure. I'm split of the... Um, Drapple community if there's, you know, one particular brand, like Granny Smith, Macintosh. Does he go apple picking? Does he view that as murder? Like, what? How far can we go? Can't wait, but if it's not, if it, that is considered murder, then, first of all, if he's fraternizing or dating with, you know... Fraterni- he's getting close to the apple cup. Yes, he's getting, he's hobnobbing with his fellow apples. <laughs> Goes out in an apple suit to the orchard. <laughs> no, but if he's like, is it necrophilia? If he like fucks app like because the apples? apple tree is the living part, and then like the apple, that's where the seeds and shit and it grows. Oh, so and he fucks the just apples to like fucking people, so that you know you yeah. shit out the seeds and it grows the plant. Okay, so he's fucking the like the pussy of the tree, but he's having a. It's more like the egg. Like think of, like a chicken egg he's fertilizing the egg of the tree with yeah with his shit when he eats the apple okay i don't think the protein of sperm is enough to so he's literally he's eating the pussy yes and that's how he gets them pregnant that's only female trees bear fruit yes that's true plants yeah so the actual apple tree the tree itself is the is what he's having the relationship with he loves the tree but he fucks the apples I don't know. Are they considered separate? Like, is he just going up to- Is my pussy considered separate? No, but you're- we're assuming he goes to a tree. What if he's just in a supermarket? Yeah, that's what I was just asking. Is rolling it all over the apples? In that case. Are- is each apple individual? Is the apple ever considered truly alive in his case? Like, would it be like fucking a chair? Because I don't think I'd consider the chair alive, even if- or dead, even if it had, like, leather on it. Not unless you're fucking- what is that guy's name? Clint Eastwood? The, the cowboy actor? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever the fuck was talking to a chair. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? Do you remember the Obama? He pretended Obama was a chair and he, like, had this angry rant at a chair? What? Were you not around for that? Holy shit. I was alive. Probably don't remember it. I mean, I was... He... Yeah, I was, um... Oh, shit, you know what? I was old enough to vote for Obama. And y'all weren't. For a second term? Yeah. I was oh. his first term, I was in middle school. I was yeah. in high school in his first term. But I had, I was just missed the mark to vote for him the first time. Don't you have to be 18 to vote? Yeah. How old are you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, no, actually I was, I, no, you're right, I was too young to vote for him the first time. I was um, 15. So. So you're old. So I voted, yeah, I'm older. I'm old. Um, I voted for him the second time, though. But yeah, no, during his first, I think it was his first, yeah, it was in like 20, 2010 or 2009 or something, and he like, Clint Eastwood fucking yelled at a chair pretending it was Obama. So fun fact for all, all you young listeners. Wait, <laughs> I feel like it's a fun fact for any listener. Yeah, dude, we're, we've been recording. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought y'all were just talking. <laughs> I mean, there's like no difference between just talking and a regular podcast. Right? But, you know, it's whether or not something's recording you. I didn't realize. Go ahead. <laughs> Looks like a heartbeat when you look at the Yeah, when you're vocals. watching the recording happen. Slurp your coffee. Want to see if we can pick it up. I'm sure it can. I think it did earlier. No, slurp harder. Jesus. <laughs> Listeners will love that in their ears. Oh, you're welcome. Um, you can whack off to that later. <laughs> so, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm biased. I really want to do Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Is it serious, uh, or is it just a troll fic? I don't know. It looks like a troll fic, but I don't even fucking care at this point, because mm-hmm. my immortal is definitely a troll fic. So, we're gonna look that shit up. I love that the writer wasn't even real. That was also a troll fic. How, okay, so this, by the way, is casting from the closet. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's fucking supposed to be um, an LGBT media criticism and discussion podcast. But you know, right now it's fucking whatever we are making it because we're in between uh, whole ass serious episodes. Um, and by in between, I mean I haven't uh, finished editing the last episode, which was we finally recorded. But I'm a cheerleader, so y'all can look forward to that next week. But um, this week, it's me. Hi, I'm Paige, and my kink is prayer and miracle. And also sipping coffee really, really loudly, just slurping it. And this is Megan. I certainly do exist. (laughs) What's your kink, Megan? I want to know. Listening to you slurp your coffee. Oh, fuck yeah. We make such a good team. Fuck it. Like Draco and the apple. (laughs) I'm right here. And also Alex, she's in the background. The metamor. Yeah. Alex, who's talking in the background and is right now, you're just background noise, so I'm gonna have to go through and edit this later to make your voice louder, so it doesn't just sound like we're fucking talking to nothing. Like <laughs> Clint Eastwood in a chair. Episode. <laughs> I, uh, I feel so important. Like, that you have to go back in and make extra efforts because of me. Oh, I have to do that almost every episode, because you, like, whisper. Just as the way you are. I'm sorry. You're in the, like, last episode, I'm in the middle of fucking editing, um, but I'm a cheerleader, and you were sick, 
And so you were you were sitting there going like, yeah, and I think that it's really important. That we it's talk not about. my fault. And I was sick. <laughs> And I'm just like, God damn, nobody's ever going to be able to hear you. And well, I'm like screaming into the microphone because of the way that I am. Yes, I, I've Would noticed. Would you prefer that I just cough all over you? Yes. <laughs> That's my kink. Oh my God. Is Alex coughing on me? You're next. Okay, so today this is obviously, I think you have realized that this is a side episode. I guess I'm not important enough to be the main part. No, you're not. <laughs> Unless you want to do a main part, we can fucking record a main part one of these days. Why did you, you have move something the mic closer to me? Yeah, I feel nervous. I just moved the mic closer to you because I love you and I want your voice to be heard. That's what this. Oop, just spilled shit all over the carpet. I just spilled my coffee hey. on the carpet. No, it's fine. Um, Slurp it up. This is my coffee, my carpet. It's my coffee and your carpet. This is my house. Um. So we are going to be reading <clears throat> a Harry Potter fan fiction that's not my immortal. Um, we, <laughs> dear listener, today we're going to be reading Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Hopefully, if not, we can just cut it out and read something else. <laughs> um. Oh, it's very obviously fake just by the first paragraph, but that's fine. Perfect. Do you want to start out reading? Do you want me to start the author's note, or...? Hell yeah. I always start with author author's note. Hello, friends. My name is Grace Ann. I'm new to this whole fanfiction thing. But, recently, I've encountered a problem that I believe this is the solution to. My little ones have been asking to read the Harry Potter books, and of course I'm happy for them to be reading. But I don't want them to be turning into witches. So I thought, why don't I make some slight changes so that these books are family-friendly? And then I thought... Why not share this with all the other mommies who are facing the same problem? So, ta-da! Here it is. I am so excited to share this with all of you. So, without further ado... Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Harry Potter who lived under the stairs in a house on Privet Drive with his aunt and uncle. He was a good, obedient boy who did all his chores. (laughs) But then he felt that there was something missing in his life. Was it Jesus? I got it. Fucking hope it was Jesus's fat dick. Is all the abuse just totally out of the story? There's Probably. no, there's no, there's no cousin anymore. Oh shit! Yes, Dudley's totally gone. Dudley's fucking gone. What a bitch. Nobody needs Dudley. Something big and special. Excuse me. Dudley has a redeeming character arc. I'm pretty sure. Does he? I'm. Pretty they sure fucking hug does. at the end. Oh. But, like, it's- yeah, so... I haven't read the books in, like, five years, and yeah. I never finished the movies, so, like... Didn't they cut the movie scene where he hugs them and they're, like, better? I got to that movie. That's so sweet. I do remember that now, actually. Um, something big and special. But he could not quite name it. He stayed up every night and wished for his special something. But then one day, there was a knock at his door, and everything changed. When the fire nation attacked. Answer the door, Harry, his Aunt Petunia, a career woman, (laughs) barked from her armchair where she sat with her feet up. She had short, curly blonde hair and never wore any makeup. Uncle Vernon nodded sheepishly from the kitchen and put a tray of moist, chocolatey brownies in the oven. Is this supposed to be the heathen household? Yeah, this is the heathen household. See see how the gender roles are She had no time for a child. That's why Dudley doesn't exist in this universe. Oh, shit! No natural children. What a disgrace. Why even have a vagina? I Honestly, there's no other reason to have one. Shouldn't you be doing that, Harry thought? (laughs) 
Shouldn't you be doing that, Harry thought? His his misogynistic bitch, Harry. The obedient child thought. (laughs) But he was a very obedient young boy, so he answered the door right away. He turned the brass metal door... The brass metal doorknob and pulled open the heavy wooden door. On the porch was standing a huge, muscular man with a big manly beard. Hell yeah. And he was dressed in plaid, red shirt, blue jeans, and sturdy leather boots. Lesbian icon. Fuck yes. His Hagrid ch- the lesbian icon. <laughs> His chest was covered in a thick, unruly carpet of coarse brown hair. Oh god. He yes. wore a necklace that looked to Harry like a lowercase t. Just looking at ha- just looking at Harry felt happy, peaceful somehow, but he couldn't say why. Harry is Jesus, literally now. Dude, listen. Harry's a young otter looking for his bear. Where where could you possibly live, especially in England, where you're like, I don't recognize the cross. What is this lowercase <laughs> T? <laughs> oh, is that what it's supposed to be? The fucking cross? A lowercase T? Oh shit. I was thinking like the one with the curly. Like, like the, the fish? Tea. No, I don't think it's a curse of tea. Oh my god. Okay, I put on some perfume, now we're good. And that was my shower. God damn it. <laughs> you sick fuck. Good morning, kiddo, the man greeted amiably he s- and smiled at Harry. There's way too many, um, fucking positive wh- words. Yeah. He had the peaceful, friendly sort of face you just knew you could trust. My name is Hagrid. Could I speak to your mommy and daddy? I don't have a mommy or daddy. Well, what the fuck? Fuck you, Aunt Uncle. (laughs) Replied sadly and looked at his raggedy old shoes that were blue. Fucking blue shoes. What what kind of abuse is that? (laughs) Um, Perhaps that was why he felt so lonely, he thought. Not for the first time. Maybe that was what he was missing. A mommy and daddy. But no. That was not quite right. I'm so sorry to hear that, Hagrid uttered empathetically. You can speak with my auntie and uncle, Harry re- retorted. He didn't say anything, would he? <laughs> retorted. Politely. You can, sp- you can speak with my auntie and uncle. Yeah, like his... And blinked his big, blue, childlike eyes. Wait, didn't he have green eyes or something? In- yeah, he had green eyes. Anyway... What do you want? Aunt Petunia peered out the door with her narrow, suspicious eyes, and she was wearing a baggy, unflattering pantsuit. She's practically Hillary Clinton. Practically a lesbian. (laughs) Hello, neighbor! I was wondering if you have been saved, Hagrid exclaimed brightly, and tipped his wide-brimmed straw cowboy hat. (laughs) Aunt Petunia laughed a gravelly laugh and leaned forward on her sturdy practical boots she's a lesbian saved don't tell me you are one of those christians i'm here for um beard vernon and I'm beard. here for a good time not a long time <laughs> harry did not know what that word meant but hagrid's smile was the most peaceful smile he had ever seen it made harry feel warm and happy inside just just seeing the glowing radiant grin on the kind friendly stranger's face He wondered why Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon did not smile like that. Yes, I am, Hagrid replied kindly. Are you? Aunt Petunia laughed again and stuck her pointy, sharp nose in the air. We are too smart for that. Haven't you read Dawkins? God is dead. Dawkins proved that. Would you like to educate- Would you like us to educate you on Dawkins? I'm pardon- The Dawkins. (laughs) On the Dawkins? What is a Christian? What is a Christian? 
Harry queried innocently, and scuffed his shoe on the shaggy yellow carpet which had not been vacuumed in quite some time. Vernon's because, a lazy fuck. <laughs> yeah, Vernon, if, if Vernon is supposed to be a house husband, he's doing a shit job. And Harry, the disobedient child, can't clean, apparently. Amazing. Christians are people who want to be good, Hagrid explained wisely, and crouched down so that he was on eye level with Harry. We want to go to heaven after we die. Do you know what heaven is, Harry? Harry shook his head, and his big eyes were wide and curious. Heaven is a beautiful place where we can be with God. Aunt Petunia smacked her hands over Harry's young ears, and her voice was sickly sweet when she said, Thank you very much for your concern, sir, but he does not need your religion. He has science and socialism <laughs> and birthdays. <laughs> Haven't you heard of evolution? I have a very good textbook on evolution that I could give you on it if you would like to learn things. Hagrid laughed wisely. Evolution is a fairy tale. You don't really believe that, do you? Yes, I do! Aunt Petunia screeched. Well, then prove it! Aunt Petunia could only stare at him, and her big mouth hung open dumbly. Here she thought she was so educated and always demanded that Christians prove what they believed in, but she couldn't even prove her own religion. <laughs> it was then that Harry knew who was the smart one here. Tell me how to get to this heaven place, Harry cried wistfully, clasping his hands together. Sometimes the wisdom of little ones is really amazing. We think we grown-ups know it all, but then God speaks through the mouths of little ones, and shows us how we are all mortals struggling along the path of life. Humility. I wish every paragraph ended with a random, like, virtue or positive <laughs> adjective. And all and always was humility. <laughs> <laughs> all you have to do is be saved. Do you want to be saved? I do, I do, Harry squealed, jumping up and down. Then pray the sinner's prayer. Aunt Petunia tried to stop him, but she was powerless against Harry's pure, innocent, holy energy. He knows the prayer. Soon Harry had said the prayer. Hagrid beamed happily. Well, Harry's magic. Of course he knows. You're a Christian now, Harry. Hagrid cried (laughs) proudly. You're a Christian, Harry. What? (laughs) Harry smiled, but then interrogated. But how do I be a Christian? I don't know how. Hagrid grinned widely. There is only one place to learn that. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles! Author's note. So, what do you all think? I may not be a professional writer, but I think I am being given the talent to pull this off in service of a greater mission. Smiley face. Blessings! So is he just going to a Catholic high school? I think... (laughs) Yep. I don't know. They they, They sound like evangelicals. There's no reviews. I'm so sad. Also, the ad for this... It's like a cave woman turning into a 17th century French noblewoman. So <laughs> the must-play game of 2018: be a be, be a cave woman and turn into a French aristocrat. Build your empire. <laughs> I'm into it. Sounds like my king. Author's note: Hello, friends. I have been getting so many lovely, thankful me- messages from mommies everywhere, and I just want to say thank you for all your encouragement. However, I have also been getting several messages saying that my story is bad because Harry Potter is not just about witches, it is also about friendship and kindness and bravery. Friends, this is exactly what I've been saying. Harry Potter has many good things about it, but it still ha- you're welcome. Thank you. But still has witchcraft, so my children cannot read it. 
But that is why I'm writing this, so that they can have all the adventure and good morals of the Harry Potter books without all that bad stuff that is bogging it down. I mean, Matthew 3.12, am I right? So we're looking that up. (laughs) So without further ado, on to chapter two. (laughs) Am I right, my dudes? It is Wednesday, Matthew 3.12. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Let me hear you say yeah. 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 Jesus. I want to know if I... Can we hear me chewing my gum throughout all of this? His winnowing fork is in his hand, yeah, and he will clear his threshing floor, gather his wheat into the barn, and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. I, I don't it know. It sounds like he's committing arson on his own house. I'm going to need, like, That's a, Matthew 312. I'm going to need a millennial translation. Yeah. We're gonna need to um to pause it right here to to see if I can if we can hear my gum being chewed. Okay, sounds like I don't you can't actually hear me chewing my gum that badly. So we're gonna keep recording, and I'm gonna chew my gum a little bit quietly. Okay, so like he's just murdering all. Yeah, it's he's just fucking purging. Is that what Matthew three twelve is? Read it. That's the translation. Where do I start? Oh my god. What? The Jews had their hand fans, and which were like a man's hand. Their names were... You're a linguistics major, you should know. (laughs) Translate. Um, yeah, these are Hebrew words, and I don't really know most Hebrew letters. I know some of them, because I did learn them. Which was... Which... (gasps) No, hold on. I don't know. Hold the fuck on. They're Jehovah Witness, Jehovah's Witnesses, because they don't have birthdays. Are you fucking serious? Later in the story. Okay, I'm gonna read this. Hogwarts School of Prayer. Is the mic on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Harry queried and clasped his hands. Just at hearing that name, he felt such a sense of inner peace. He wanted to have more of that peace, and he wanted to learn how to be a good Christian. He was starting to think that peace and being a good Christian were in fact the exact same thing. I want to go there. Hagrid beamed widely. He had been praying so hard to save a soul today, and he was so happy to save the soul of such a sweet, earnest little one. The poor boy, being raised by two parents who were not Christian, and who both went to work and left him with a babysitter all day long. How fucking old is he? Who, what babysitter? How does he know this? <laughs> it was a good thing Hagrid had gotten here in, in time. Five years down the road, Harry might have been a fornicating, drug-addicted evolutionist. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's because his mom wore pants. Or his aunt, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> when you go- <sighs> Don't be silly, Harry, Aunt Petunia commanded and wrung her long, bony hands. Come back inside. I will read... I will read to you about evolution from the Dawkins. You do not need that silly religion. Harry scrunched up his innocent little face, and he thought very hard. Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon were as close to parents as he had, and this was the only home he knew. Could he really leave? But he was saved now. He had prayed the sinner's prayer. He could not stay here anymore, not with what he knew now. Suddenly, he knew what he had to do. No, Aunt Petunia, he uttered calmly with childlike wisdom. Evolution is not real, and I am going to Hogwarts. No, no, Harry, Aunt Petunia screeched desperately. I have no idea. I have an idea. You can have a second birthday today. You like birthdays, right? Birthdays are not of God, 
Harry verbalized knowingly. What? His his voice changed. Suddenly he hit per- puberty and looked at his aunt with an innocent wisdom. You tried to corrupt me, but it did not work. But I forgive you, Aunt Petunia, because of Luke 2334. Hagrid was amazed once again at the wisdom of little ones. He did not know if he could forgive someone who had hurt him as much as this woman had hurt little Harry. I... (laughs) Deny him the truth? Who could be so cruel? But Harry did not even think twice about it. He forgave, just like that. Truly, Hagrid gained a new understanding of Matthew 19.14 that day. (laughs) Okay, so Luke 23.34 is Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And I can look up Matthew... If you want to look up the Matthew one, I'll write the rest. Wait, is it... Which one am I looking at? Matthew nineteen fourteen. Oh. Why why do they have weird dates? Matthew No, it's like book chapter pages. Oh. Or like I think it's like verses or whatever. Yeah. Oh, this is the famous one. Um Jesus said, Let the little children come to me. Suffer little children. You've heard that. That's in all the, the really intense movies that have like Jesus things. I don't watch those, but I believe you. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Alright, do not leave Harry- Wait, Dudley's real now! Oh, fuck! Dudley came in! Do not leave Harry, Dudley wailed childishly. I must, Harry said, and stepped over the threshold. Goodbye, Dursleys. I hope you too are saved one day. And with that, he and Hagrid began to walk down Privet Drive. Is it Privet or Private? I swear it was Privet when the fucking- My mom just had the- the actual thing is private drive. It says private drive. Maybe this is the Americanized. No, How she will... said private earlier. That's not correct. How will we get to the school, Hagrid? Harry queried, queried, queried curiously. He will, we will pray, Harry, Hagrid retorted knowledgeably. How will we do that? Harry solicited inquisitively. I love it. I love this author. <laughs> Watch, Hagrid said, and then got down on his knees on the road. He motioned for Harry to get down <clears throat> on his knees, too. Hagrid raised his hands to the heavens. In the middle of the road? Yes. Are they just God protects them. God protects them from cars. Cars aren't real. And cried out in a deep, thunderous voice, Dear Lord, take us to Hogwarts! Harry felt himself being whisked away, and in a moment he was sitting in the cool, damp grass outside a humongous, beautiful castle. He looked in awe at the tall towers and the gray stones. What a beautiful place. A A tall, thin man with a long, pointed beard and big, wire spectacles stood in front of Harry. He was wearing a brown tweed suit and a nice matching hat. His shoes were made of leather and polished until they shone. He had his smile much like Hagrid's smile. So peaceful, Harry knew that he could trust him. A lovely, kind young woman with flowing blonde hair and a pleasant, heart-shaped face stood behind this holy man. A heart-shaped face? That's really good for certain, um, haircuts. <laughs> See, I'm thinking, I'm getting real, real, uh, Land of the Lotus Eater vibes from this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, little one, the man greeted amicably. I am the Reverend Albus Dumbledore. Excuse me, and this one? F- keep going, keep going. And this is my wife, Minerva. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. What? Author's note. Blessings. Uh, excuse me, Minerva stole a heathen name, though. Don't go on, hold on, we got the ad. Now in 2164, you can be a sexy 
future woman with the same haircut and a pretty similar top. Yeah. I'm sorry. Minerva McGonagall is a strong, independent woman that don't need no man. She don't need no man, including Jesus. She's exactly. also not a young woman. Yeah, she's also she's not, not blonde. blonde. <laughs> <laughs> no, every woman has to be blonde or she's a fucking heathen. What? Yeah. She's... No! <laughs> Alright, chapter three. Author's note. Hello, friends. I have struggled a lot about whether or not to keep going with this story, but a lot of praying... With a lot of praying, my husband and I have decided it is the right thing to do. We want our little ones to have good Christian literature to read, and in this modern world, sometimes that can be hard to come by. So I will just have to make do. (laughs) Pleased to meet you, Reverend Dumbledore, Harry replied enthusiastically, and got to his feet. This sure is a beautiful place you have here. The Reverend beamed. Why, thank you, little one. His voice had a distinctive southern twang to it that made Harry feel so safe and welcome. Oh god, he's a southern preacher? Yes! He knew in that moment that the Reverend was a man of God. How many highways... How many highways do you think he has named after him? Reverend Dumbledore? I'm just saying, there's Billy Graham down in North Carolina, so... (laughs) (laughs) This poor little one was being raised in a terrible situation, Hagrid declared concernedly. He was watched by a babysitter every second of the day. They were both home! (laughs) (laughs) His aunt saw him as part of his perfect- her perfect life package. Like the big house, the fancy career, the speedy car. Dumbledore shook his head sadly. Too bad no one told her. Parenting should be about the children, not the parents. That is why it is called parenting. It's not called childrening. (laughs) Hagrid nodded wisely. Dumbledore turned to Harry and announced authoritatively, now, you start your classes tomorrow morning. Today you can get settled into your dormitory. But first, why don't you eat dinner with my family and me? Family and I, you fucking uneducated. <laughs> <laughs> really? Harry gasped excitedly. I've never had a family dinner before. Oh, I've never had a family dinner before. No, no, no. Isn't he like that like adult man voice now? Oh, yeah, he's an adult man voice because yeah, he was God saved. Gave also, him... it doesn't take that fucking quick to make a schedule. <laughs> no, That's but wrong. Aunt Petunia is a career woman and a sinner. She doesn't have a schedule for her family. She doesn't call it parenting. She calls it childrening. <laughs> Why don't you come with us, then? Dumbledore cried kindly and then got down on his knees. Everything else, everyone else did the same. Raising his large, massive, manly hands up to the heavens, Dumbledore bellowed in a voice even louder than Hagrid's had been. Lord, please take us to the kitchen! I'm so uncomfortable. (laughs) Suddenly, they all found themselves in tasteful, decorated kitchen. Oh, you know what I bet this kitchen looks like? I bet it has that fucking, it's, it has like those signs that said, God give, God bless this mess. Yes! Living uh, and laughing and loving. Living, laughing, and loving. There's, oh god, the fucking stenciled on words. Yeah. Like, oh, Jesus. Like, hope and believe. Family. Wine mommy. <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> wow, Harry shouted in awe. He was still getting used to the powers of prayer. Sometimes we take the wonderful things the Lord gives us for granted, and it takes a newcomer to the fold for us to understand just how blessed we are. Listen. That was amazing. Have Jehovah's and- Witnesses figured out teleportation? Because if... Uh, I don't know. See, um, that there's only a limited space in heaven, so you only show that to the high-level Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, shit. Here's the thing, though. If, if, trans- if like, teleportation came with being religious, I'm converting. 
Same. Because like, that God's problem is real. This is not something they taught me in my eight years of PSR. That yeah, was right? They conveniently left out. The hell is PSR? It was like a night class once a week for Catholic school. <laughs> I went to a Catholic <laughs> school. It, it was the alternative if you didn't actually go to a Catholic school, which I didn't. But my mom was like, hey, go to this um, because you need to do that and make all your sacraments and stuff. And I was like, okay, I guess. Did you get a bunch of Bibles? No. Um, we, no. But I did make all of my sacraments up to... What is a sacrament? Like, is that like a sacrifice? when you sacrifice a goat. Yeah. Uh, no. But, um, like, First Communion, Confirmation. Oh, so they just, like, throw holy water? I... Kind of. So like and then you have to eat a wafer that tastes like cardboard and human flesh. Uh, yeah, and they actually teach you what to do because they're dry, so it gets stuck on the top of the roof of your mouth. <laughs> it does. Uh, were you taught not to chew it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Did you I was, bite into Jesus? You can't bite into Jesus' flesh. You have to, like, let it dissolve in your mouth. Tastes like shit. It does. It's like actual it. cardboard. I think they give you little pieces of paper. And it just melts in your mouth, and it leaves this horrible taste in your mouth. Okay, so I do want to, like, tell you the story about when I was about eight years old, and I was doing... It was, like, right after my first Holy Communion, which is around eight. And I um, went into the communion line, and I was really enthusiastic, because I was like, fuck yeah, I'm an adult, I can do this. I'm an adult, I say, as I'm eight years old. Yeah, I can I can do my, my Holy Communion when I go to Mass. So I did it, and I took the bread, and I fucking put it in my mouth. And um, I didn't chew it. And then I went into the the next line over, which is wine. And the person just fucking saw me and was like, this is a, a child. And just gave me a fucking sip of wine. I had I wine. I don't think it's real wine. No, it was. Was it? You guys used real wine? We used real wine, yeah. That's not like, I don't know, like, I feel like a sip of wine for a small child isn't gonna, like, destroy them. No, it's fine, and you can have wine as a child for, like, religious purposes, so that person probably was just like, yeah, whatever. This child, it's a fine line between you and the wine line. Turn up, eight-year-old. Let's get fucking hammered at mass. Yeah, dude. Um, sacramental wine. Um, so yeah, I had, uh, I had wine as an eight-year-old, and I fucking, I was just so shaken and stirred. And, um, it tasted horrible, and I went, and, um, I looked at my mom, and I expected her to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why did you go in the wine line? And she didn't. She just kind of looked at me, and just continued with mass. My mother was a Baptist, and that's why I'm a sinner. Um... (laughs) Yeah, you had a fake religion, not like the Jehovah's Witnesses in our Harry Potter story. (laughs) Hagrid smiled knowingly. God is an amazing guy. He sure is, the reverend's wife chuckled before getting down on her knees and raising her own hands upwards. Dear Lord. Who deserves a fucking name and not just the reverend's wife? (laughs) She doesn't have a name. It's fine. (laughs) Dear Lord, please set the table with the sky blue cloth and the. Wow, this bitch is making demands. Damn. He does. I don't think he has time for that. And the Sunday dishes, and please give us biscuits, fried golden brown and gravy, creamy mashed potatoes, my great Aunt Eleanor's corn casserole, cream on the cob slathered with butter, and dessert. And for dessert, please some chocolate raspberry cookies. Did she name like a like a main dish? Yeah, it was the um. Is it the casserole? It's yes. corn. Most I would figure they'd have like oh, and a giant roast. Like that's. No, have you ever had corn casserole? No. It's delicious. It's actually very... Like, all the things she named just now are really good. 
Um, I think I've had any of those things. Yeah, but I don't know why she's expecting God slash Jesus to just fucking whip that shit up for her He's real like, quick. Yeah, let me just cook this up for you right now, bitch. Yeah, you, you know, and like twenty thousand other people. I don't have time or anything, you know. I whatever. Answering everyone's prayers is a kid with cancer over there, but yeah, let me just make you some chocolate raspberry fucking cookies, you bitch. They didn't pray hard enough. If they gave themselves over to Jesus, maybe he would cure their cancer. And teleport them places. All of these things appeared on the table exactly as the Reverend's wife, who doesn't have a name, had asked for them. She has a heathen name. That's why she doesn't get to use it. Names are not of God. Um, I'll give you two names, Harry, if you stay. (laughs) Is that that what they say? No, it's the second birthday he'll have if he stays with his heathen mother. Or his heathen aunt. Because that's straight up, when you do confirmation, you get a confirmation name. Do you? I never got confirmed. Is it a Bible name? My confirmation name was Genevieve. We got to pick them. Can I call you Genevieve? Yeah. In bed? I guess. Fuck yeah, that's my new kink. I'm glad I got to be here for that. you just had to witness that. (laughs) The Reverend's wife... Okay, I fucking don't even know what we're doing. All of these things appeared on the table as exactly as the reverend's wife had asked for them, masterfully prepared and delicious smelling. Harry's mouth dropped open. Truly, this was (laughs) this woman was a real Proverbs thirty-one wife. What? Hermione, the reverend summoned loudly. Dinner time. She's clothed with strength and dignity. Keep learning. She can laugh at all the days to come. That's Proverbs 31, and she's that kind of woman. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of woman. Immediately, with cheerful obedience, an 11-year-old girl in a pretty pink dress with matching bow came running down the stairs. She ran to, oh, her father, and gave him the winning smile that daughters have. Daddy Dumbledore. I'm Welcome sorry. home, Daddy, she smiled and then turned to his wife. <laughs> not, her, not her mom, his wife. <laughs> Daddy's wife. <laughs> Can I... Can I help at all with dinner, Mommy? Fucking pray more. She didn't do anything. (laughs) She didn't... Bitch, Mommy didn't make dinner. Jesus did. It is all prepared. Thanks be to God, her mother retorted gracefully. Hermione nodded knowingly. Then why did you ask? You fucking dumb bitch. Wasting time. You know, even if everything is done for you, you still have to pretend like you need to do things. This is... Yeah, this is virtue signaling at its highest. Apparently being just fucking slaves. The Reverend's wife. Hermione, I would like you to meet Harry Potter, our newest student at Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Dumbledore introduced magnanimously. Magnanimously? I don't think that's how that's said. Magnanimously. Harry, I would like you to meet Hermione Granger, my beloved daughter. But wait, she has a different last name. I don't understand. What? No, Dumbledore might be his first name. Maybe she's adopted or like a foster His child. first name is Albus. What the fuck? They don't say that in story, though. Oh, okay. We don't know this canon. Dursley Reverend didn't Dumbledore. exist until the last last minute of the I time. Mean, so definitely didn't like, exist. In all of my religious history, the preachers, uh, they said like, you know, father, whatever, whatever, was always his last name. Yeah, it's definitely his first name is Albus and his last name. Uh, anyway. God, what a power move. Call your reverend by his first name. <laughs> reverend Dad. <laughs> Daddy Reverend. Daddy Reverend. Alright, I'm leaving this house. I pay the rent, but y'all have to leave. <laughs> Pleased to meet you, Hermione responded sweetly with a shy grin. Harry could barely respond. 
This was the he's she's ten. This was the most beautiful young woman he had ever come across. Actually, she's eleven. <laughs> Actually, I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> so different from all the girls in public school. Wow. Fuck you, poor people. Heathen school. school. Fuck you. Who were focused on trying to be like the career women they saw in the sex in the city. This one was the picture of innocence and godliness. This was the most beautiful woman. Picture of innocence and godliness. Yum. Now, Dumbledore pronounced genially, let's eat. As the holy men, women, and little ones dug into the delicious manna. Okay. The Lord. No, ma- it's with two ends, not manna like energy potion. <laughs> the Lord had granted them. The conversation amongst the adults turned to darker topics. Harry listened intently, and he did not understand it, but he was very interested. Dark days are coming, Haggard promised. Pronounced gravely around a mouthful of casserole. <laughs> Evil forces are coming into this world, and the little ones at Hogwarts may be our last resort. Psalm, or is it Palm or Psalm? Psalm. Psalm 127.5. Dumbledore referenced solemnly, and the others around the table nodded knowingly. Hogwarts might be the last hope for the forces of good in this world. Author's note. Blessings! You know that that kitchen that they're in has, like, a sign that says blessings, but, like, vertically. She's living and laughing and loving. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put full to of shame men. when they contend with their opponents in court. That's some gay shit right there. Ooh, new living translate. Uh, how joyful is the man? Qu- full of what? Full of... Full of men. A quiver full of men. The more you have, the better off you will be because they will protect you when your enemies attack you in court. Yeah, is this literally money buys court cases? This is about lawyers. That's that proverb is about lawyers. I just have a bunch of lawyers in my closet. I pull them out. <laughs> I pull them out when I need them. <laughs> I throw them. I shoot them at my enemy. <laughs> I have a giant man catapult, and I catapult men at Fuck my. Fucking trebuchet is what professionals use. <laughs> it's it's raining men from trebuchets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the Lord, it's raining men. Um, they're all bears like Hagrid. I mean, that sounds fucking awful. Where's my squad of bear lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> like they're fucking like um, Captain Planet, but they're all a different type of law. Like I have my copyright law lawyer, my environmental law, my family law. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they don't believe in the environment. That's that's heathenous. They don't have to. They just have to understand what's written. I know y'all are doing stuff. So today everyone i want everyone to know that uh, alex's makeup looks really good and she is spraying herself with some kind of setting shit like a fucking boss lady it's my lavender stuff oh it smells good right all right so um i think that's all we can do we've been this is the longest side episode ever and i'm going i'm about you only to have edit. three episodes no i have like five episodes five side episodes and like holy shit ten actual episodes um, that was an overstatement. I think I only have, like, three or four of each. Anyway, this has been Casting from the Closet. Um, this is the end of the episode. Go um, home. Go home. Love your wife. You can't- you <laughs> Don't have birthdays. Don't- Stop having birthdays. Ungodly. Stop wearing pants. Be a real Psalm 127.5 woman. <laughs> Proverbs 31 woman. Have your quiver filled with men. Psalm 125.7, am I right, ladies? Am I right, ladies?
Um, so anyway, um, all the usual shit. You can uh, email us at castingfromthecloset at gmail. You can look at our website at castingfromthecloset.com. You can donate to our Patreon. The donations start at $1 a month, and you can keep us going uh, through that. Uh, you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash castingfromthecloset. You can follow us on Twitter at CFTC Podcast. And, um... Always please direct your thoughts and prayers towards us heathens living in sin. Yes. Uh, I love you. Uh, Remember to stay hydrated and do your best. And, um... Smoke crack every day. Smoke crack every day. Bye, I love you! To that favorite sport Cruising down the boulevard Hot damn Cruising down the boulevard